It's Thursday, May 25, 2023. Tonight, most of the island is without power, and officials say they're only just beginning to survey the damage. Super typhoon Mawar slams into Guam. Global heating could expose billions to unlivable temperatures by 2100. Plus, Stop right now, no more oil and gas. Stop running fossil fuels and end this madness. Climate activists disrupt oil industry shareholder meetings. In song. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. My friends across the aisle, the Grand Appliance Party is going to make sure your gas stove goes nowhere. The good news for you today is that if you have to shutter your business because the country defaults, your gas stove will still be there. Oh, I feel much better. This is your Green News Report. I look forward to the legislation of our time, the Appliance Bill of Rights. Okay, Desi Doyen, it kind of spun up out of nowhere overnight, but a huge storm in Guam. Yes, nearly the entire island of Guam is now without electricity after Super Typhoon Mawar rapidly intensified just before slamming into the U.S. Pacific Island Territory as a powerful Category 4 storm on Wednesday. An unprecedented ninth Category 4 or 5 storm to hit a U.S. state or territory since 2017. Mm. Studies show that rapid intensification of storms is increasing in both frequency and magnitude, driven by rising ocean temperatures from human-caused climate change. A suite of new studies exposes the accelerating impacts and costs of burning fossil fuels. The first warns that ever higher temperatures generated by man-made global warming will render parts of the world uninhabitable outside of the geographic human climate niche that temperature range in which civilization has flourished for millennia. If countries only meet their current climate targets, the world would be on track for 2.7 degrees Celsius of heating above pre-industrial temperatures in coming decades. That would expose about a third of humanity to unprecedented heat, forcing up to a billion people to migrate, in turn increasing conflicts over resources. Sounds bad, but do I still get to keep my gas stove? A second study estimates that a multi-day heat wave striking during a multi-day power outage in Phoenix, Arizona, would push nearly 800,000 people to seek emergency medical attention for heat stroke or other heat-related illnesses, overwhelming the city's hospital capacity. The researchers warn other cities face similar risks from overlapping blackouts and heat waves. Blackouts nationwide have more than doubled since 2015 as heat waves intensify because of man-made global warming. A new analysis by the World Meteorological Organization finds that since 1970, climate and water-related disasters have killed more than 2 million people and caused economic damages on the order of $4.3 trillion. More than a third of the economic damages from those disasters occurred in the United States, but nearly 90 percent of the deaths were in developing countries. The WMO says early warning systems have reduced the human toll of extreme disasters, but the trend of economic losses continues to rise. 
Not a whole lot to snark about today. No, unfortunately. And now a new groundbreaking analysis for the first time has quantified the economic burden that polluting companies have imposed on society. The report, called Time to Pay the Piper, finds that the world's top 21 fossil fuel emitting companies have caused more than $5 trillion in damages from decades of pollution and climate impacts. The study calculates that polluters owe at least two. $210 billion annually, or $23 trillion total, in climate reparations for current and future damages to come over the next few decades. Yes, but think of all the profits they made. Well, the oil industry certainly can't afford it. Highlighting the fossil fuel industry's record profits last year, climate protesters in the UK are disrupting big corporate shareholder meetings to increase pressure on the fossil fuel industry and its funders in the banking industry to stop causing catastrophic global warming. Thank you. At Shell Oil's annual meeting this week, CEO Sir Andrew McKenzie, whose company pulled in a record $39 billion in profits last year alone, scolded the activists who delayed the meeting. Excuse me, excuse me. I, 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 I think... We've heard your point. You've made it several times over. Yeah, you've heard their thoughts several times over, and yet for decades you continue to kill the planet. What's up with that, Sir Andrew? For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. We're off for the week over the Memorial Day holiday. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. We got to stop right now. Got to stop right now. Before it be too late.